it's just an, an adrenaline rush, man. You leave, <laughs> you leave Adams, you jump in your car, you unparallel, right? You zip yeah. to wherever yep. you're going, you cram food down yep, your throat yep. for $3.12. You jump back in your car, you speed back, your buddy's throwing noble Romans cups at somebody. You get back there, you You heard that there. That adrenaline rush was experienced daily by any high school student who was blessed enough to experience open lunches. I thank you for listening to my podcast, Memory Mission, a podcast where my friends, family, and I capture our wild memories in the studio, and then I share them with you in engaging audio stories that I'm confident you'd feel a connection to. Open Lunches a high schooler's dream, a city and a school district's nightmare. When I say open lunches, I mean the decades-long practice of allowing hundreds of high school students the freedom to leave campus during their lunch periods and go wherever their little heart desires, as long as they're back within the 45-minute lunch period. I want you to think about this. This was a practice across the country. High schools would simply open their doors up at lunchtime, and release hundreds of 14 through 18-year-olds throughout the neighborhood. Many of my dedicated listeners, and thank you, by the way, for spending your valuable time listening, many of you remember the Phoebus and Butthead episodes about students versus the principal at John Adams High School in the 1990s. As I was meeting with my friends and sharing memories from that high school era, The topic of open lunches while we were students there came up frequently. So I decided to do some episodes on open lunches as well because the stories kept on coming. And these stories will most likely lead the listener to question why open lunches were allowed in the first place. What is interesting here is that same question was being asked in our community at the exact same time we were in high school in the early to mid-1990s. The simple freedom of being able to leave campus for lunch was on the chopping block. Matter of fact, my senior year in 1996, the last year of open lunches in South Bend schools, the following year, students' worlds were turned upside down as the school board voted to close lunches and students had to form new habits of eating in the cafeteria. After I met with all of my friends and recorded our memories of open lunches, I looked up newspaper articles from the time in the South Bend Tribune, and there were actually way more articles on the topic than I ever would have thought. I seriously thought I'd find a few articles, but there were, shoot, a couple dozen. I honestly don't remember it being that big of a debate at the time, but it was. Many letters to the editor, many interviews with students, administrators, board members, community members, business owners, and the like, all presenting many opinions for and against open lunches. It's amazing now with the power of hindsight some 30 years later, but the exact same memories and stories that we share were the exact reasons why there was this heated debate about closing lunches. And all of the articles that I found were literally written at the exact same time that the stories we shared occurred. What I attempted to do is share our memories of open lunches at Adams High School 
And as I'm sharing them, sprinkle in quotes from these many newspaper articles about open lunches. Remember, I found these articles after recording with my friends. As I was reading the different arguments for and against open lunches, I couldn't help but think that it was amazing to think that we at the time as students were in the middle of this community debate. And as you'll hear, we at the time must not have cared. Because as you'll hear over the next two episodes, our actions might have been some of the reasons that folks wanted to close open lunches. But you'll also hear that open lunches teach us many, many important life skills. I thank the following people for joining me on these two episodes. My parents, my great buddies Jim, Jack, Tony, Mike, Nick, Mark, my wife Annie, and one of our teachers at Adams, Janae, the former Miss Cox. Thank you for sharing your many memories with us. Think of being a freshman in high school. In the previous nine years of school, you ate in the school's cafeteria. But then freshman year of high school, you're allowed to leave for lunch. Imagine the shock of this adjustment. Next, a few of us discuss some of the options for freshmen who did not have a car. And it involved junk food, wandering around a neighborhood, and if you're lucky, only if you are lucky, a ride to lunch. Here is my great buddy, Jim. When we were at Adams High School, they had open lunches. Oh man, best thing ever. It was only a half hour or 35 minutes. Where very, literally very short time. Four different lunches, probably A, B, C, D lunch maybe. Yeah. And they'd open the doors and all those couple hundred kids who had lunch at that period would leave and then come back. That's crazy. What do you remember about the open lunch at Adams? I remember a lot actually. So Go for it. Uh, I, I, the, the, the one, the first thing that I remember is as a freshman, if you were lucky enough to have a friend that was older, yes, that's great. Then you got to ride to lunch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was like, uh huh, dude, I mean, the, cool. the, the hierarchy of high school, <laughs> if you were with a sophomore or older because you were, you were homeboys and you got to ride to lunch, dude, that, that, that gave you street cred right there. That's great. That gave that's you, true. That gave you street credit. That's way true. And then, of course, you know, well, and actually what you had, what you hoped for was that you were in the same lunch as your, as your, as your boy, as because your you, you may not be yep. in the same lunch. Yep. That's true. That's so true. So you had, you know, you had to get there first. That's true. <laughs> you know, and then, uh, then of course I remember, you know, the, the heartbreak of not having a ride to lunch. So what did you do? And, well, we would walk Cause you didn't to, live, live close to walk home. No, gosh, not even close so, at all. Um, we, I can clearly remember mm -hmm. Mitch Chamberlain, mm -hmm. Andy DePel, myself. Mm -hmm. uh, we would walk to Walgreens on Ironwood and the Avenue, yep. Mishawaka Avenue there. And we called it the E Double. Okay. Because of the two E's and the. And the Walgreens. <laughs> it was just called the E Double. Yeah. So All we right. would be like, we're going to the E Double. Yeah, for so a you lunch. walk through the park. So we would, yeah, we'd, right. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. The whole way, walk through the park, go to uh -huh. Walgreens, get like bag a bag of chips or some shit, probably. A, a, yeah. Coke. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then turn around and, and walk, walk back. back. That's just, that was it. it. That's what we did. That's crazy. Goodness gracious. Imagine that. High school aged kids 
literally let loose on a neighborhood to walk up and down the streets. I mentioned earlier that I sprinkled in some quotes from the many newspaper articles written at the time. And in November of 1994, Melissa Moreland, a senior at John Adams High School, wrote a letter to the editor expressing her opinion that closed lunches were a bad idea because, among many other reasons, they limited students' freedoms. She said, quote, When it comes right down to it, the school board is trying to limit the freedom of students. Yen Kwok, also a senior at the time, was quoted in Melissa's viewpoint as well. She said, The lunch hour is the only time that we have the chance to break away from the rigor of studies, said Yen Kwok, an Adam student. We get to relax and chat with our friends, and after lunch, the stress is gone, and we're ready to continue with school. If they took that away from us, I just don't know what I would do. Maybe I'd start fighting. Next, Kip talks about that freedom. The freedom to wander up and down the streets and the freedom to eat whatever crap you wanted. Freshman year, you know, it's kind of uh, kind of like a coming of age thing, you know, mm-hmm. something you have to go through. Of yes. What are you going to do as a freshman yes. for yes. open lunch? Think um, of the possibilities. And I don't, I don't think I ever spent a day in the cafeteria. The only time I did was when I had ISS because <laughs> I had to. And that was it. I You're never once, kid. never voluntarily yeah. ate in the Adams cafeteria. I don't remember ever being in there. Um, I don't think I ever went. We started out walking over. Well, no, we didn't start off walking over to um, Unwin's. Um, I think the first couple of days, I don't know who I was with. Mm-hmm. Might have been you. I don't know. Todd, sure. maybe. Walked down to 7-Eleven. Okay. And uh, kind of hung out in the yep. Potawatomi Park on the way yep. back eating whatever kind of bullshit you could find there. Uh, Chili cheese cheese, Chili cheese, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. or even just like a candy bar or something. Uh Um, There wasn't anything else over there. That pizza place wasn't down there. Nope, nope, nope. And this would have been Speedway across the street or Studies, which was a bar. Gagging, he wasn't serving kids during the day. Both of my parents have joined me on previous episodes, and they also attended John Adams High School, but in the early 1970s. I wanted their memories of open lunches, so they shared a few with me. And as you'll hear next, my dad as a freshman appreciated that freedom to eat whatever junk food as well. He appreciated the freedom to eat junk food out of a mechanics vending machine. Do you remember open lunches at Adams? Oh, yeah. Do you remember what you did? I remember specifically what, did you what do? I did my freshman year. Tom what? and I, we never ate in the uh, cafeteria. Right. We always... Went across the street to Smitty's, which was just a gas station. What's there now? And it, uh, Speedway. Speedway. And he had some machines there okay. that sold uh, stuff, you right. know, chips, uh-huh. pop. That's all we ate. We ate crap for lunch. For and it was, it was a, but it wasn't a convenient mart. It was a straight no, service a straight station. Straight service station. And they had yeah. the vending machines. You ate there every day? Yeah, we just crossed <laughs> the street and ate crap. I think he even had, uh, Ice cream bars in that machine, too. It was terrible. I know. It was awful. As we talk about all of this freedom, how dare the school board take that away? How dare they do that to a student's well-being? In a South Bend Tribune article from January 22, 1995, during the public debate to close the lunches, Riley High School Principal George McCullough 
in LaSalle High School principal John Randall agreed with keeping lunches open because it helps with the students' well-being. I do not see it as a safety issue, McCullough said in October. Until somebody presents me with the facts and statistics, I will never support it. Randall has expressed similar views. I think that open lunch is a very sane way to approach it for their mental health, for the staff and the students, said Randall, who is in his last year at LaSalle. He is moving out of the area at the end of the school year. See, kids nowadays just don't have the luxury of leaving for open lunch. Next, my buddy Jack and I talk about the students now, questioning why they can't leave for lunch. Then after Jack, you hear Mike pretty much answer their question. So how would you compare his lunches that you pay for each day with our open lunches at John Adams High School? Oh, listen, <laughs> you, I, he may have the better place, but you're never going to be an open lunch thing. No, nope. uh, no. You know, I, you, an open lunch and, you know, as you know, you, you can understand being in education and I'm in the high school ranks. Uh, right. I get that question almost daily. And uh-huh. Mr. Ham, how come we can't mm. leave campus? How, can, how, okay. come, how come we can't leave and go get food? You know, because we're right across yeah. the street from the mall. So okay. the food court's right there. And it would be actually faster to go there than when we were. In. <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, you know, it's just a different time. But, um, you know, the lunches now, man, <laughs> I, I feel bad for them. I, I can say this and I'm not afraid to say it. I've never had a school lunch where I'm at. I refuse. <laughs> Again, Jack and I were talking about students nowadays questioning why they can't leave for lunch. If those students would just listen to a few of our next few memories, they'll absolutely understand why. Here is Mike describing the mad dash to the local fast food places. Hey, Mike, you were just talking about your uh, your role in in you know public safety. And, um, you know, you're all about putting procedures and policies in place, uh, especially to ensure, you know, safe travel from one destination to the next. Um, What would your 43-year-old self say about the open lunch sprint to the restaurants at John Adams High School in the (laughs) mid-90s? Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) That was about... uh... So let me start with this is once our class graduated, they cut that shit out. Gone. It was gone. It was done. It was it was game over because it was literally like somebody fucking waved the green flag at the Indianapolis five hundred out of the Adams student parking lot, which is filled with the world's shittiest drivers. Yeah, it's basically and we just beeline. But the thing was, is everybody had their own like shortcut yep. or no, if you, if you blow this stop sign and hang a right real quick through here and then fuck it, you know, go two wheels up on this yard, yep. we're going to get there first. And if we can get to Noble Romans, yes. or if we can get to Wendy's yes. or if we can get to, uh, oh, what's the, the fish place? Uh, Long John Silver's. Is yes, that it? Long John Silver's. Parties. Yes. Long John Silver's. All of it was over there, like in the, uh. Oh, town and country area and all that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But here's the other thing. It's like, you know, if you've been running late for, for work or whatever, you're like, man, I got to get from here to here in 
10 minutes. Right. There's no way. Challenge accepted by all John Adams lunch people because they're like, <laughs> I can make it up yes. to Gross Point, Michigan and back by the time we need to be. It was the most ridiculous. We were like, yes, it, it, you know, we know we have four minutes to eat, but we're going to go there and we're going to get this because this sounds delicious at this point in time. Dude, it was like cars but, were shot out of a cannon. It was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> It was so ridiculous. We broke every damn law and made it there. Sometimes made a quick stop by East Race for some 40s on yeah, the way back. Probably. You know, probably. We, we, made it, we made it happen. But uh, nothing. Thank nothing. God. Thank God I, nobody got hurt. You heard Mike and I talk about it being a race. There is no exaggeration there at all. And think about that. 16 to 18-year-old not experienced drivers, not driving the best of cars, just gunning it in all directions out of the John Adams High School parking lot, out of the Adams High School block, literally zoom, zipping out. And this isn't in the country, folks. We're talking about a city neighborhood. I mean, there are houses surrounding the high school, businesses surrounding the high school. Next, I asked Mark for his thoughts about open lunches. And quite literally, the first thing out of his mouth was his shock that this was even allowed. When you think of your lunches at Adams, what what pops to your mind? Uh, the first thing, who the hell decided that that would be a good idea? <laughs> I mean, you're literally unleashing 50, 60 cars all at the exact same time. It's like Indianapolis mm-hmm. Motor Speedway, like who can mm-hmm. get to McDonald's mm-hmm. fastest? Mm-hmm. It was a race. Yep. And I mean, it was awesome. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> it's amazing nobody got killed. Uh-huh. But, uh, no, I can't, I can't imagine them ever allowing that again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you mentioned 50 or 60 cars zipping away, but also probably a couple hundred just kids. Oh, yeah. Unleashed. Yeah, because some, I mean, some of the kids live uh-huh. close by the school, so yep. they're running across the street, you know. In my deep dive into the open lunch debate, I learned that the life-or-death mad dash to the local fast food places didn't just occur at Adams High School when we were students there. In a viewpoint written on November 11th, 1995, against open lunches, Clay High School senior Maya Sen wrote, Take a typical lunch hour at Clay. As the bell rings, students spill out into the parking lot, pushing and shoving like professional wrestlers. Once in their cars, students recklessly drive to nearby restaurants, speeding the whole way. After the Daily Darden or Cleveland 500, students dish out big bucks to local fast food outlets. Next, Jim talks about a story that reminds me of Mario Kart. Everything from the high speeds to launching things at other cars. Um, and then, but think about how dangerous that was, where you let out all those kids to drive that far. And I know we did not go the speed limit. I think we went a little above. Well, <laughs> well, Matt, um, I can clearly remember. Um, People got wrecked, have, too. It would have been your senior year. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. I think we were in Jack's Festiva. Oh, yeah. Well, all I know is that Sean Pritzel was in the... Okay. So I don't remember exactly. What but, year? But I do recall him hanging out of the window. 
of Jack's Festiva. Festiva, uh-huh. I believe. Um, while we're driving down, is it Tuxedo? Yep, yep, tuxedo. yep. Cutting through right, there. Yep, yep, yep. Tuxedo Jefferson to and Jefferson. McKinley. Exactly right. Yep. yep. Cutting down so you didn't get the light yep. at me. Yep. Bust a, a hard left down tuxedo. Yep. I can clearly remember Sean Pritzel hanging out the window, bombing our noble Romans to go oh cups. Oh my God. At the cars behind Jesus. us. <laughs> <laughs> Likely going 45 miles an hour or Trying to more. get back to class. Or more. Nuts, dude. I'll read another excerpt from Clay High School senior Maya Sen's article against open lunches. And I just can't help but shake my head at the similarities to Jim's story. She wrote, Back to our typical lunch hour. After students are done stuffing themselves with fried, fatty, totally devoid of any nutritional content foods, one problem remains. What to do with all of this trash? (laughs) Apparently, many of us see fit to use neighbors' lawns as dump sites. Others use trash as projectiles to hurl at pedestrians. <laughs> Again, I didn't locate these South Bend Tribune articles until after I met with everybody. So when I read that one about the similarities between this and Jim's story, it just cracked me up. Next, Kip talks about how much we got accomplished in that 40-minute lunch period. We were John Adams, 1996. We were fortunate enough to have open lunches, which means that we had, I don't know, what was it, 35 minutes maybe? Yeah, yeah, like 40 minutes or something like that. It wasn't a whole lot of time. No. We we got a lot accomplished (laughs) in 40 minutes. Literally, talk yeah. to me about it. What, what, yeah. When we think of open lunches, what are some things that pop in your head? Uh, the dangerous race <laughs> out to town and country from from yes. from Adams. Um, it was an absolute race. Um, I'm surprised nobody died. I'm sure there were accidents. And you're saying that with point. all seriousness? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what was that street tuxedo? Yes, the cut so we through. Didn't, so we didn't have to go down um, Ironwood. We'd go yes. another block to tuxedo. Uh huh. There was a couple hills. Yes. For pretty big hills for South Bend. Yep. And man, you're we're talking like sixty. And it's, yes, it's a, a residential street. Very much a residential yes. street with sidewalks and, <laughs> um, man, that was bad. Yes. And in the winter, um. Yeah, I'm surprised nobody ever slid out onto, uh, what is that, McKinley? McKinley. It was at the bottom of the hill. You've heard us talk about Tuxedo Drive a few times. It's a residential side street that happens to connect two busier streets. So cars used to use that to beat the traffic. They actually still do, but not just a bunch of uh, 16 and 17-year-olds. Could you imagine being a resident of the street and every weekday at lunchtime, like clockwork, you look out of your window and dozens of carloads of teenagers are flying down the street. Next, Jack talks about Tuxedo Drive and how some neighbors, understandably, got upset. Could you imagine, seriously think of this, there are, what, 1,200 kids at Adams when we were there. How many lunches? 
three, two or two or three or four lunches. I mean, so there could be potentially 300 kids in each lunch. Could you imagine opening up your doors and saying, you know, yeah, go <laughs> like, for it, go, go for it, birdies fly, yeah. Yeah. you know, you and, immature, stupid idiots. Let's go. You know, like it, it, it's, and it was a competition to get yep. to where you wanted to go, man. And, and then not only yeah. that is, is to get your food and inhale it in 10 minutes <laughs> yeah, yes, just so yes. you can get back in time so yes. i mean like i mean this is 30 minutes man you know and that's we're, it we were i mean no romans was a good i think i think on your best day was seven minutes maybe eight probably prob- I mean, and, and that's, that's pushing it. that's day. pushing it and that's that's, pushing that, that's you getting the lights as you running yep. some stop signs yes um, <laughs> at, you know and and i mean what was that cross street that was uh linked to uh kenley that um that was the back road so tuxedo tuxedo yep yes sir uh, thomas moore used to live on tuxedo yes right over there and so uh yeah i mean they had that little hill yes and so i mean you know it was airborne city and the the festiva (laughs) which was uh, already five six deep um (laughs) And uh, yes. I, I hear, the crazy thing is, we only got pulled over one time. So you did get pulled over. Yeah, pulled. It was me and so I can't remember who. It might have been uh, Nate Mendember because I know. You. Okay. Uh, but it was two of us racing back yeah. and forth. Okay. And I know for a fact the neighbors, which I don't blame them, had made some Correct. complaints that we were flying. And so deservedly so. Yeah, absolutely. So I remember flying over that little mini hill where you couldn't yes. see over. Yes, and the cop yes. was standing right there outside of his car and just put up his hand and said, stop. Oh, Lord. So we pulled over, man. And again, different era. And he just came up to the car and said, hey, guys, where are you going? And we were honest. We're like, hey, man, we're just trying to get back to school. Right, right, and he, right. He was, and he was like, look, got some neighbors out here concerned about the safety. Da, 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 da. He, yep, goes, yep. he goes, do you want a ticket? I'm like, uh, no, sir. He goes, well, this is your only warning. And just. Uh-huh. Let us go. And uh, went back to whoever was behind me, said the same spiel. And yeah. um, for about a week, we... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, about a week, you abided by his... Because now, now what we would do is we would fly up, slow down at that area, make sure he wasn't there, and then dip. <laughs> and uh, so yes, yes, there's yes. always a always a way around it man <laughs> but that but though, another funny thing dude because before i drove david denver used to take us because he was a little bit older he was and yeah so, and so, so I, I got lucky enough to be picked to go with him man yeah and uh the funniest part i remember during the winter time was um you know he used to hit the lead pipes okay and, and so somebody had put some ice behind the leaves and, oh. then, yeah. and so so he was flying dude damn oh uh, thankfully it wasn't too <laughs> harmful man but yeah they they, they had the jokes on us on that point <laughs> i mean a snowman done it didn't matter what right. it was at that point right for game but uh dude. yeah it, it was uh you know it was just a crazy experience to to go through and um know that you could go out of school for a half an hour yes and and, and fly across the freaking city basically which it felt yes. like to get yes. a pizza now it wasn't just dangerous for high school students in cars and other drivers on the road it was dangerous for kids walking during the open lunches as well 
Back to Maya Sen's argument against open lunches. She wrote, which leads to another problem with open lunch, the safety of walkers. You know, the freshmen who are so taken with the idea of 45 minutes of freedom that they make a run for the border, even in sub-zero cold. Apparently, walkers would rather risk becoming Route 31's roadkill than dine at the cafe of Clay High School. <laughs> That's too funny. Next, my wife Annie shares about a few times she was almost hit near the corner of Wall Street and Twickenham as she was walking home for lunch. Now that intersection is still a dangerous one now, and it's compounded with a crappy house on the corner with everything overgrown, which makes it even more dangerous. Were you nervous at all walking down Wall Street and all the cars flying in and out, going to and fro from lunch? Do you remember? Did you ever almost get hit, or were you just overall oh, anxious yeah, about was, anything? No, not really, but there were definitely... There was definitely a time I at least a couple of times I was almost hit. For sure. I'm sure there was. Because people don't, you know, the corners just unregulated by the city. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't that bad then. Who knows? Yes, it was. Oh, bullshit. It yes, wasn't it was. that overgrown then. Um, um, yes, it was. On it was Wall awful. and Twickenham? Yes, it was awful. Um, oh, my God. Matthew Deichley. I think that was his last name. Not sure. He I, he was at least a year younger than me, uh -huh. too. He got into a car accident on Wall Street after school one day. Oh, you, I'm sorry. You, you, I apologize. That intersection has always been bad. Yeah. I was I was I was referring to the overgrown bush and the oh, crap that's currently there. Yeah, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. No. So no. Even, regardless if that is twice. wide it's open, scary. it's still bad. Yes, exactly. It's just that simple. It Regard, is, even but, if it's wide open. Yeah, that corner is terrible. It, it is. needs to have. It first of all, it needs to have all that foliage and shit just pulled torn the down. fuck up. And then exactly. And then the street needs to be. Like either a, I don't know, like a four-way stop or like a roundabout or something. Yeah, I don't know what it needs to be. It, it does. It, well, they need they, to they, do they need it, it needs to do something. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Again, in my deep dive into open lunches, I discovered the debate was hot across the area in the mid 1990s. In our sister city, right next to South Bend, in Mishawaka, the debate raged in a June 26, 1996 article. Quote, The Mishawaka High School lunch issue arose in November when neighbors complained about several issues, including litter around the school, pedestrian and driver safety, and gang activity. End quote. <laughs> hmm. Those mid-1990s Mishawaka gangs, I'm telling you right now, man, brawling in the street. Next, my buddy Nick talks about brawls during open lunches between students at LaSalle High School versus Washington High School on the west side of South Bend. Probably not as big of a mad dash, though. No. Uh, the funny thing, though, was washing, the kids at Washington um, occasionally would want, want to come have Arby's because yeah. on, on Western, there was no Arby's. You had... Okay. I think it was Burger, McDonald's Burger King. And Burger McDo King. McDonald's. Yep. I can't even yep. remember what else is over there. Not 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 uh -huh. very many options. So so right. kids from Washington would come to uh -oh. to, to the La to the LaSalle Arby's. Uh oh. And dude, there was you know there was uh -oh. gonna be static. 
brawls. Yeah. Oh, my God. So you couldn't eat your roast beef and curly fries in peace. <laughs> I think they got the hit after, you know, one particular <laughs> brawl that got uh, a little bit out of hand. Uh, yeah. We didn't we didn't really see them around too much after that. Oh, Lord. People so let's that? drive over. No, yeah. I, yeah. I, well, I, oh, yeah. Sa- sadly, I do. <laughs> sadly, I do believe that because <laughs> it's I mean, what sheer entertainment, dude. You wake up, you go to class, first, second, third hour. Then you get to jump in your car as a high schooler, zip to a freaking fast food place, and then worry about if another high school is going to be there. And then we're going to brawl and then zip back. Right. <laughs> and I'm, I, I doubt you were a part of it. I don't know. But you probably, it's good. You were watching, you know, or observing. Oh, dude, I, you know? I was. I mean, I, I, only ro- oh, I, only nice. rode lunch, I only rode to lunch one year. Af- after that, I had my license and a car. And, yeah. You know, so I was the one driving. No, I'm saying then, you were a part of the fighting. You probably weren't oh, out there in the parking lot. No, I was a I was Right. A, I was we a were always the audience. Yeah, 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 me too. Now, there were two main topics brought up by my friends when discussing open lunch. One was what you just heard, the sheer dangerousness of the mad dash to the local fast food restaurants. And the other thing that they brought up were the restaurants themselves, particularly two of them, Noble Roman's Pizza and Wendy's. Next, Tony talks about the mad dash to Noble Romans. And after Tony, Mark talks about the pizza place as well. Tony, when you think of open lunches at John Adams High School, what are some <laughs> things that just pop in your mind? You just cracked up laughing right there, but what are some things that pop in your mind when you think of open lunches? The race to the car. <laughs> <laughs> The dipping down Green Lawn. Okay. Making that decision to go to Lincoln Way. All right. Or to go to Town and Country. Correct. So you're either gonna do Noble Noble Romans. Uh-huh. You're gonna get a pep and a pib. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pep and a pib. Yep, yep, yep. Or you're going to fucking Wendy's on Lincoln Way and you're getting the Emory meal. Damn right. Three thirteen, <laughs> I think that was the total. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> well, three twelve. Yep, you're very close. What Biggie Fry, a fucking junior bacon in the water. Two junior bacon. Two, yeah, yep, yeah, here is Mark. What what would you say would be your favorite fast food place for lunch to go to? Oh, Noble Romans. Noble Romans, talk sure. to me. Sure. Uh, the whole experience. It was, it was, like, if you think about it, it's not close. No. It's, but you would get there it's lightning <laughs> quick because you just run stop signs and you knew the route where the traffic, you know, just, you know, burn out and get in front of the next person. But, um, and then you, because if you weren't there, like if you weren't one of the first 12 people in line, okay. like forget it. You're getting okay. yours to go. I mean, they had a system. They did. They they had it down. Right. But you didn't have time to sit down, eat, uh-huh. you know, do all that. So here is Jack finally sharing his memories about Noble Romans. I'll be honest though. My favorite was Noble Romans. Dude. Let's be real. I mean, all right, that, talk to me. Dude, five bucks. Uh, you got a soda. You yep. got some breadsticks and you got a personal pan, dude. Yep. And, yep. and uh, you know, the race was on, dude. Like, you, come on now. Like, what do you we, mean by the race was on? We, we were immortal, dude. Like, it was what? Five, six cars, if not more. Uh-huh. Um, and that just, who got there first? So, uh, 
Uh, lives didn't matter at that point. It was two. <laughs> so, I mean, how many, how many times did we, I mean, it was so bad. Uh, I mean, yeah. now, now that you're grown, you're like, dude, like, you know, you got that liability hat on now. Uh, right, right. But no, I mean, it was, you know, you had, and then you had that rotation. You had Nova Romans, you had Wendy's. Mm-hmm, I, McDonald's mm-hmm. was here and there. Um, yep, not as not as up not, there. Yeah, but Wendy's and Nova Romans, I would say, are go tos, man. Uh, yep, and then yep. we we went somewhere else here and there. Man, so. Next, Kip talks about the money that we brought to restaurants like Nova Romans. By closing the lunches, that money was gone. Kip also talks about the spectacle that us kids provided. And where were we going near town and country? Uh, Noble Romans, Noble for sure. Romans. God, man, that, that place was, uh, they made a lot of money yes. in that amount of time, but yes. <laughs> probably not a whole lot. What was it? What was uh, Pep Sticks in a Pib? How much is that costing it. you? What, five bucks, four bucks? Something I don't like know. that, yeah. But that was a lot in our day to spend four or five bucks every day for lunch, too. That's 20 bucks a week. My yeah. dad didn't give me um, shit. But those restaurants were ready for us. Well, that uh, guy at Nova Romans had a reputation. Everybody called him Speedy. He's the one at the register. You See? Know? He's the one where we got like a pep and a pip. Yeah. And they announce it. Pep and a pip. Pep and a And sticks. <laughs> and uh, man, they were a machine though. They pumped those pizzas out. That's what I'm saying. They dude. served, you know, a good 25 kids and like they got in, in, in like 15 a matter minutes. of minutes. Yeah, in 15 minutes. And then that was multiple lunches a day. I don't know, two or three lunches a day. I feel bad for, could you imagine like you're on a trip? Yeah. Oh, here's a Nova Romans pizza <laughs> in South Bend, Indiana. Let's stop here for lunch, kids. Get yes. grandma out of the car. Yes. Oh, let's go sit inside. <laughs> you're about to order and then this kid gets inundated with 40 high school kids. Wearing hungry, flannels and guest jeans. In the hungry mid-90s. high school kids. <laughs> After just speeding there, going 90 miles yeah. an hour down 20. <laughs> <laughs> pumped up from adrenaline and almost dying. Smelling like Speedy! black and mild. <laughs> Give me a pep and a pib. <laughs> Make it stat. We got to get back to yeah. class. Good Lord. Oh, that was funny. But before they probably even got their pizza, we were gone. I mean. In and out. It had to have been. 35 yeah, minutes I, tops, man. 40. In and out. Boy, Jim loved his pep half tomato in a pib. Here he is describing his favorite Noble Romans meal. So then the the other famous mm-hmm. location was Noble Romans. Absolutely. Not close. Not close. It was close, but not not twice as far as Wendy's. Easily. I'll need to I'll need to find out, and I will, uh, and I'll insert it in here in a little bit, or I'll insert it in here in here when I edit it, the how long the in distance. miles it is. Yeah. It's gotta be two miles, two miles, and yeah. at least. And it was 2.3 miles from John Adams High School to Noble Romans. Now, that doesn't seem like a long way, but when you have carloads of 16-year-old and 17-year-old zipping from a high school to a restaurant and back, every mile counts. But that's zipping there, eating, and zipping back. Yeah, so I, 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 clear, I can remember, you know, we all pulled into the Elks Lodge parking. Yep, nobody right behind. Par- nobody parked because you, at Noble yeah. Romans. So that's right. We would be a race there. That's right. And everybody would be lined up in a row, uh-huh. pulled up, and it would be people would literally be running mm-hmm. to the door. Yeah, running yeah. to the door. 
And I don't. I, I, I always got a pep half tomato and a pib, which was okay. a, a, a personal pan pepperoni, mm-hmm. a half order of breadsticks with tomato sauce, okay. and a Mr. Pib. That's crazy. Probably three and, four bucks and too. You, yeah, I, I was thinking like. Well, so first I was thinking like five seventy eight. Could be. I remember it was more. It was like okay. you know you were. You're, you're like if, spending if you, a little more there. Yeah, if you went yep. to if you went to Noble Romans, yep. you know, you may have to on Friday when your lunch money didn't go as far. Yeah, as there it you go. Have, yep. You know, you may have to <laughs> make a different choice at lunch that day. But um, yeah, pep half tomato pib. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I would get. And we they just, whipped you man, through there oh, yeah, too, dude. Would be, yeah. Whipped in you and out. Through. In I and mean, out. They had. They'd the be waiting system. for us too. Yep. They had the just system. Pizza's ready to go. Yeah. Two Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers, Biggie Fry, cold water with a mound of ketchup pumped straight out of the dispenser directly on the tray. I was telling somebody the other day about Emory meals. Yeah. And I was two Junior <clears throat> two junior Bacon Cheeseburgers, a Biggie Fry, and a water. Yes, sir. Wendy's. And that was that was like $3 and change. Three twelve. dollars It was because uh, of the, um, they, everything was on the 99 cent yep. menu. Yep, yep, yep. I yep. got two junior bacon cheeseburgers uh-huh. and a pop the two other bucks. day. Oh, oh, today. It was yeah. five, six bucks. Because they're two fifty. No, no, yeah. It yeah. was like seven bucks. Yes. And throwing the pop. Yes. And um, the junior bacons now are like White Castle slider size compared to what they used to be. <laughs> I thought they were, you know, I'd have to see them side by side, yeah. but it seems like they're smaller. Yeah. It's a lot so. of bun. I think so. I think so. That was Kip and I discussing Wendy's and the Emory meal, which originated from me buying the same darn meal almost every day because it was cheap on the 99-cent meal. Two Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers, Biggie Fry, and a cold water. $3.12. Next, Mike discusses why he thinks the Emory meal should be an official meal on the menu. And after Mike... Jim reminded me about the loud microphone the cashier used at Wendy's to announce the orders to the cooks. I hope you know that every time I go to a fucking Wendy's, every time I walk in there, (laughs) I almost, I just, I feel like it should have been made a part of the official menu of the Emory meal, you know, with a bucket of salt on top of it, (laughs) because that's what we, yes. Ketchup, ketchup lobbed up on the tray. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, we went to, you know, typically we went to to Wendy's mm-hmm. because it was quick and I remember, man, they would have the trays ready to go. They would Boom. have the, the microphone. Boom. Single. That's right. That's you, right. They, they would have the call microphone. the microphone. <laughs> yes. Two junior bacons, biggie yeah. fry, cold water. That's right. <laughs> they had the microphone. <laughs> and uh <laughs> And so I remember, man, I was the king of getting ketchup on my shirt, you know, because the Wendy's, ke- they had the pump they ketchup. They had the pump dude, ketchup. The pump, yep, and it was yep. like the best. Yes, it and was the, so good. I yeah, just, it was, I don't know what it was about that I ketchup. Put it, it I didn't even use the little ketchup. Dixie cups, no. dude. I just put Shit, it right, right on the, the, right on the, the paper, paper on the tray. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I thank you for listening to part one of our Open Lunch episodes. I hope it reminded you of when you had 40 minutes at lunchtime when you were in high school and you jumped in a car with a 16-year-old driver and drove 60 miles an hour down residential streets and then you scarfed down a meal named after you and then zipped right back to class. That's happened to everyone, right? 
If you like our show, please be sure to share with a friend. Follow us on Facebook, Memory Mission, Twitter, at Memory Mission, or even on Instagram, at Memory Mission. You can also email us at memorymission at gmail.com. Thank you once again for spending your valuable time listening.